Hey guys, hope you're having a wonderful day out there today. Jamie Hardwick's going to be the guest host on another episode, Back by Popular Demand. The podcast is brought to you by Hardwick.life, which is the website. It's the home of the Lose Like a Lineman program. And if you haven't heard of the program and you're interested in losing weight, get your butt onto the website at Hardwick.life. That's Hardwick.com, but it's Hardwick.life. And... If you don't know already, I designed that program six years ago for my personal weight loss to get me down from 295. I went all the way down to 202. I lost 85 pounds in under five months, and it's given tons of success to a lot of people. And we've just, and you'll hear about this on the podcast with Jamie, we have just redesigned the program, Lose Like Alignment 2.0, specifically with the female in mind and the female's preferences and what is manageable. So that was with Jamie. She helped me out with that. And she's going through the program right now and having a lot of good success, as you will hear. So check it out at hardwick.life. Enjoy the show, guys. Jamie Hardwick. I'm sorry we are having a crazy (laughs) amount of technical malfunctions This afternoon, I am scrambling around. The SD cards, which capture all the information, are no longer working. I had two just decide that, no, we're done playing with you today. So I found a little micro SD card and a lot of moving parts. And, well, here we are. So round two. Good thing we only got a couple minutes into that one. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. How was your morning? My morning has been great. What'd you do? So. I had the dentist. Yeah, I saw you for coffee. Yeah. Worked out. Yeah. Then I had a tennis clinic, which was awesome. Very nice. First outdoor tennis session of 2021. Oh, good for you. Yeah. How'd you hit them? Awesome. Good. Really fun. Yeah. It's a great group just up at the clubhouse. How many gals are involved? Mm, I would say like 10 to 12 of us were there. Yeah. Really fun. Very cool. Did that and then jammed home, grabbed the dog, and then I just met my girlfriend and we went for... Probably a five-mile walk, caught up, which was great. Wow. That was so, after our walk this morning. So, so we went on a three-miler. 20, 24,000 steps. Get and it's, out. And it's noon o'clock. Are you? I am. Get out. Yeah. I'm at almost 10 Yeah. at noon, which is cool because we got the boys practice later, both their lacrosse practice, so we'll get some extra mileage in there. You're going to be, gosh, you're going to be 35 because you're going, you've got a golf thing today. You've got like your Miss Country Club going down right now <laughs> is there an award that they're giving out at the end of the month or it's like i you, hope so do you get a special parking spot or what happens here i am i'm giving the most money to the country club she yeah. i and i am still so reluctant to pay this is ridiculous like a country club it's great it's super safe love the neighborhood for the kids but they charge so we have our own golf cart They charge you a trail fee for the golf cart, which is just a staggering amount of money every year. And I'm like, fine. You know what? I'm going to (laughs) walk. If I play golf (laughs) twice this year, I'm walking. I'm just, I can't get into it. I know the Masters just happened and I love watching it and it's all fun and people want to go and I get it. And gosh, I'd love to get into it. I can't. So I don't I I don't know if I can justify spending that kind of money on the golf cart. I in fact want to sell the golf cart. Oh my gosh. I want to get rid of down. Well, you don't want to live the country club life. I don't. Your girl over here. 
is living her no, country club I, life. So I'm, I need that golf. I'm on, I'm about that podcast live, podcast life. <laughs> podcast and then you can find me in my dungeon doing some workouts and Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm good. You know, I'm good. I I came to terms the other day because like we've been you you were on me a little bit ago about like you got to go find friends, you got to meet people, you got to it's like yeah, and then I had a friend, I'm going through this, you know I'm going through this, but people listen to me not. I'm going through this NFL transition coaching uh, program, and it's like a 60-hour thing, and it's like all this psychology, and you meet with team psychologists, and it's super rad. And one thing is like I'm 50% introvert, 50% extrovert, but one guy said this so well. He was like, you know, I find I don't like people other than my family, like my immediate kids and my wife. And other than that, I'm good. And I was like, that resonates with me. Yeah. You feel that? I, I do. Yeah. I, I, in a, in a way, but I do love the people that I get to interact with. I do like the podcast. I do have friends in the neighborhood, so I can't say I don't. Right. Yeah. And I like the people that I get to work with. That's like, that brings real joy to my life. But for you, socially being around me and the kids is enough. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in yeah. and like the people that I work with, like the, the folks that work for Hardwick life, our financial advisor, our accountant, our lawyer are like, they're all my friends too. Right. Yeah. And then the people in the lose like alignment program, those are my, they've become my friends. Right. Like we, we message each other all the time and like, I'm in great contact with them. I got a podcast with one of them yesterday who, turned 46 and he lost 50 pounds in three months All so right. it's like you know but it's like he played football at university of louisville and it was just super cool and i was like he was the center for Roman Obens, Louisville Cardinals team so we have all these connections and these guys are just my friends now and it's cool like i so i i do have friends i have a good group but i just don't see him like you do got you yes yeah i definitely think i'm a little bit more extroverted yeah you are yeah, yeah. for sure you're yeah. a social creature yeah I but know. you also do like your own time and space totally right yeah. which is totally fine right yeah and as long as you're good with it i'm good with it and yeah we're all so you just mentioned i'm going to circle back to okay. lose like alignment oh yeah yeah 2.0 2.0 brought to you by Jamie Hardwick. So I've just started this program. So Nick has been doing this program, I would say now for a few years. It's what you initially lost all your weight on. Yeah. So I lost, it's been six years right. really that we kind of put the program together. And I say we, because you know, you gave me a lot of the education to get me started on the thing. I, I mean, as far as healthy eating is concerned and you feed me little nuggets here and there, you don't force, force me to do anything. So you have a great way about you, but I say we. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I've been hearing about this for six years. I am such a reluctant dieter. Would you say that's fair? I would say you're, it's not a dieter. You're a reluctant person to be told what to do. So you come years. If, if I make a suggestion it will take you years to come back to it and go, I've got a really good idea. And eventually it'll be your idea, not mine. And that's cool, but it takes, it's, and I'm not kidding. It's not like weeks or months. It's actually years that it takes you to come back around on some good ideas that I have. Well, this was a good idea. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. Yeah. 
And so you're doing 2.0. So really, and I get it, like the four, two, three, one part of the deal for you. And I think for a lot of women in general, the one meal day is daunting. Right. And I've gotten feedback from women in the program that say the 600 calorie meal, like the concept of the 600 calorie meal for them in their head is like that. It's too much. It's just too like 50 grams of protein at one serving is too much or 2,400 calories in a day. It just psychologically is too much. And so we've adjusted the program right? and you're the guinea pig right? and you've stuck with it now and, and you're doing great by the way. Doing great. Yeah. And, and I'm on day eight. Day eight, which day eight. you've tried the other, the original, the OG and you lasted and it was I'm not kidding. You lasted, I think, two days. Maybe one. But this, yeah. But this is seems to have some stickiness and retention. Yeah. Like, what's what's the difference? Is are you coming to it from a different place? Is it more suitable for you? Like what's what's allowing you to stick with it? Um, that's a good question. So I don't think you've ever approached me for your original lose like alignment, like you did for the 2.0, you really were like, look, we need a woman. We need somebody. <laughs> right. We the need... first time around no, no, this time. Oh, around. this time around. You're like I'm creating this program. Can you please be my test subject? Okay. Can you please stick with it? And you don't ask me to do very much. I don't on a daily basis. I don't you really don't. And so I think it was just you pleading with me to do this. And I know how much work you've put into it. Yeah. I've watched you literally for six years writing books and programs and meal plans and all of it. Yeah. And so for me, it was just, you, you got me, you got me on a soft spot. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So just you coming at me and asking me that. Um, and also, I mean, summer's coming. So why not try to lose a few LBs? Tighten it up a little right? bit, right? Yeah. Tighten it up. But you find it to be manageable. Absolutely. So what I was saying to you today is I've gotten on the scale, you know, day one, and then I got on the scale day seven. So we're, like I said, eight days in. Not a huge shift in the scale numbers. And I think that that's, as a female, it's always a little bit like, oh, man. But a little bit. But a little You've bit. You've had success. Yeah. So I'm down, I think, three and a half pounds. In eight days. In eight days. So almost a half pound a day. So pretty good. Um, I'd say so. But I feel, I just feel good. You're so, not going to lose weight like a 300 pound male. Well, I wish I did. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, and, it's like seven you know pounds a week. You know what's annoying for the women listening is like, we went away on vacation and Nick came home and he's like, man, I lost four pounds on vacation. I did. And I'm like shoot i mean really which that's I know. annoying i know it's because a, that's restaurant it, meals that's ball and i know i food. shouldn't say anything no but it's fine but it's just it's just typical it's like a man you know gives up the creamer in his coffee and is like oh i've just lost three inches i also make i also make it a point on vacation to try to lose weight yeah every vacation i come back skinny you lose it, I find it. It's kind of how no, we end a vacation. No, but you don't. But you don't. No, but I, it's for it's a lot harder, I think, for me. But you lost two pounds on vacation. I did. Because you started the program on Monday of on vacation. Monday. Yes. And then we came back on Friday from St. Louis, which, by the way, St. Louis was awesome. It's a great city. That's a great place. Great city. We, yeah. had, a, we had an amazing time. Yes, we did. But I have to say, so a couple things. So, yes, we did go on a road trip vacation. This was the first road trip that I haven't constantly chomped on something in probably five years. The, I'm like like the chronic, entire trip down. Yes. Yeah. Like I will bring, and it's not always junk food, 
but I'm like notorious for bringing seven bags of celery and I'm literally in the passenger seat. Calm. <laughs> It's like a cattle. And you're a super loud (laughs) chewer too. You just, I'm so happy that Teddy called you out the other day because every time you chew through a piece of celery, I think, could she get any louder? Could you, I mean, is it possible to chew harder than you chew? That's how you chew some celery. That's how you chew (laughs) celery now. That is how you chew celery. That's exactly right. I'm an aggressive chewer. But yeah, I didn't, so I didn't, (laughs) chew or eat anything but water both you know both trips yeah. there and back four hours each way and i have to and i said to nick on monday i think it's the first time i have felt true hunger in probably two years so oh, yeah it's it's this weird thing and i don't know if anybody else experiences it but i have a fear of being hungry like it's a literal oh it's fear. real it's real right yeah so you know a meal whatever say happens at 8 a.m. Now it's 11. I am not physically hungry, but in my head I'm like, shoot, it's been three. I need, I need to eat something. Yeah. So to the fridge I go. It's like the clock goes off. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Totally. Yeah. And it is. It's just these weird intervals of time through the yeah. day where I'm like. Oh, you're not so, alone. So this has been so cool. Just again, eight days into this program because I've actually felt true hunger and I'm able to say, oh, okay cool it's not that scary it's okay to be hungry it's okay i know yeah so i know you didn't read the ebook no yeah no. I, I know you're just like tell me the plan and let's go yes. yeah got it totally cool with that but in me, there we, the in notes. there we talk about resetting hunger and the sensation of hunger and how it is okay because we live this weird life and this comes from the bodybuilding world and the high performance world where we've trained ourselves that in that world, in the athletic world, you want to hold on to as much lean muscle mass as you possibly can. So you want an amino acid drip coming through your bloodstream every three hours. Like you want a fresh reserve of protein so your muscle doesn't start eating itself. And so we've all like, we in society, we adopt these weird things that come from high performance world. And that's one of them is the three hour eating window. It's like every three hours you need to have a meal and you don't need to have a meal every three hours. Right. And I'm not a high performer. No. And it's okay to be hungry. And I think that's, we have a fear of being hungry, but what it is is we get tethered to the kitchen or to the pantry or to a restaurant and we can't get too far. Good Lord. We can't, we can't get away from any food for too long. Bring your snacks, pack your bag. It's like, Bull crap. We were made to survive, man. Like, and I say this in the book too. It's like nobody's ever died of starvation with excess fat or muscle on their body. Right. Yeah. It, that does not happen. That is not real. Now you don't want to like drive your metabolism down to zero. And then when you start eating normally again, and that's what the program's kind of designed to do is to spike your metabolism and to drop it down, to spike it and drop it down. Then you go four weeks on two weeks off and you get to reset everything. And so it's designed for that. Well, I'm glad you're having success. Yeah. Thank you. I am really, and I'm enjoying it. I'm really happy you're having success. So eight days down, you've got three more eight days to go and then you get a two week break and then we'll see where you're at. Right. Cool. And then that's kind of the deal. It's like, you may need one cycle. You may need two cycles. Like big John Zenser needed seven months to lose seven or to lose a hundred pounds or my buddy Greg, who just lost 50 started January 3rd. So, you know, 
And then whenever you need, you can just get right back on. Totally. You know, and then I think the thing that what helps a lot of people is that it just teaches them what an appropriate size meal looks like or what an appropriate day looks like to get a little bit bigger than that. Right. And then you kind of understand, oh, this is what a serving of protein is. This is what a serving of fat is. This is what a serving of carbohydrates is. And so, yeah, there you go. Good. Well, enjoying it. Eight days in. Eight days. And I'm really going to stick to it. Good. So uh, we've been sleeping in separate rooms uh, for, and and we've talked about this before (laughs) on the podcast, but this is a different one. One, because uh, your sinuses were jacked up for the last couple of days, so you decided to go somewhere else. You didn't think you were going to get a good night's sleep. Right. And two, our nine-year-old is, uh, I'd say he's regressing in the sleeping department. See, and I like to be a little more empathetic. And you I'm, wouldn't call it regressing? Well, no. What, I'm trying to be gentle. Whatever I mean, can it that, is. I can't get more gentle than that. It's difficult. He is having, he's having night terrors. Mares. Nick refuses. Night terrors. He's terrors. not kid Cuddy. He, Night terrors. Every- he is having terrors. Yeah. He doesn't know like where he's at when he's doing it. So he he's, says. Uh, Do you believe him? For all of your empathy, you are being very unsympathetic. Do you believe him? I do. So anyway, so he's been waking Part up. Part of me does. For you know, not often, but like it's at least once a night now for the last several weeks where he comes down the stairs screaming, breathing like Darth Vader. Oh. <sighs> he does that. <sighs> it's, it's terrifying. And his hands are sweaty and he's wiping them on his pants and everything like that. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot. And <sighs> then we try to get him to turn on the light and go to the bathroom and then go back to bed. But come on, like, we're nine, bro. Like, <laughs> I thought we were done with this. I thought when you were... I, just give me a baby then. Like if we're, I'm, if I'm getting up every night, just give me a damn baby. <laughs> no, I'm good. Like this is just. I'll it, deal with the nine-year-old. It's too much. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. So yeah, so I'm sinuses and night terrors. And so I've. Sleeping in, in a I'm separate. In room. Sleeping in a separate room. Yeah. And now you don't even work out with me anymore. Like I'm not allowed in our, our weight room. So you kick me out to the other room. I didn't really kick you out. Not really, you but your of... your glare kicked me out. You didn't actually say anything, but uh, I read your mind. Uh, here's the thing: is we have a beautiful <laughs> here's the thing. weight room. We moved into this new house. It's got you know nice French doors. It's got mirrors. I just think it was too fancy pants for you. You would walk in there and be like, "Yeah, I need yeah. something a little more grungy." Let's graffiti so this thing. Yeah, that's what he wants. So he like likes to play it like I've kicked you out but Nick actually found the one room in our house that looks like a dungeon yeah and is a, tr- a like strapped all these apparatuses to the wall they're pretty sweet though aren't they he Co- strapped all these apparatuses to the wall come on and he works out in what looks like a jail cell <laughs> it does it's concrete floors it's like bare you know concrete ceilings S- studs yeah open studs pipes everywhere it's kind of a mess but it's a beautiful mess. But it's where you belong. It is. <laughs> All your prison tattoos yeah. and such. You just stay in there. Get in there. Get in and, the dungeon. And do your work. I know. So really, so here we are coming together. We don't sleep together. We don't work out together. We do walk together in the morning. We, we have a cup of coffee usually in the morning together. And, and now we podcast together. And all is well. Yes. Uh, so so what, what's your plan right now? 
So we talked a lot about I'm on day eight of Lose Like Alignment 2.0. Give me what you're currently doing. What's your exercise? What's your diet? Give me your overall lifestyle. All right. So you just heard Jamie talking about the gym setup that I've got in the spare room that's unfinished. It's grungy. It's a dungeon. It's dirty, but it's a lot like me. She said I belong in there, which is like in a prison cell. Gee, many Christmas. Lovely wife. Well, what I did was I did move in there. I love it. It's my little man cave, my little my little pain cave. And I have found an awesome piece of affordable equipment that can basically give you everything you need with resistance bands. It is awesome. It's called the Anchor Gym. You can check them out at coreenergyfitness.com. That's core, ener- like C-O-R-E, energy, fitness, dot com. I do everything on there. I mean, you can do triceps, biceps, chest, you know, one thing, one area that people have a really difficult time with, with kettlebell workouts or with anything really is getting to the back. Well, this is like, it gives me pull downs from all types of different angles. I can do low rows with the resistance bands. I can do single arm. I can do double arm. These, this anchor gym is a quite the setup. So go check it out. Use the link in the podcast page for a discount on those products. And they've got a ton of really good things that are available to you that are kind of going to suit your needs. So thank you for uh, that time and uh, good luck with the products. And if you want to see more, if you want to learn more, go to coreenergyfitness.com or check out my Instagram page and you'll see me every day with my shirt off. I know, roll your eyes and doing some type of exercise with that apparatus. So it's very useful. And I find that it's all that I need to maintain or even grow muscle mass, because as you know, losing or gaining weight has to do more with what you're putting in your body than what you're doing with it. So, all right, guys, back to the show. Thanks. All right. So what's my diet lifestyle? I'm actually, I'm uh, shrinking down intentionally. I'm intentionally shrinking down. So, you know, I get these wild hairs up my butt on occasion and like the boys really love muscles, our boys. Uh And so as their dad, I want to make them proud and I want to have big muscles and they look at the rock and they're like, man, he's awesome. Dad, do you think you could look like that? And I'm like, well, not anytime soon, but if I keep training really hard by the time I'm 48, which is Eight years from now, hey, we got a live studio audience. Hey, neighbor. Uh, by the time I'm 48, sure. And then I start lifting heavy and then I start bulking up. And, you know, I got up to almost 240, 245, like very recently. So about a month, month and a half ago. And I was, I was feeling pretty good as far as like looking good. But I felt like hell. Like yeah. my joints hurt, my knees hurt. I I called and scheduled an appointment at the knee replacement doctor on the south side of Indianapolis, and I was calling around to our doctor back in San Diego, and I was like, "What is going on?" And then my feet were hurting, and you saw me getting out of bed in the mornings or at night, and I'd look like Quasimodo walking to the bathroom, and I was like. All right, dude, something's got to change. Like, you got to knock this crap off. Quit lifting heavy. Be especially mindful of your legs. And, you know, it's just kind of a a little insight into, like, down the line of what life's going to look like if you keep trying to push heavy weights and keep growing. And it's like, 
and it, it just reminded me, and I say this all the time, it's like, weight's weight. Your joints don't give a hell if it's fat or if it's muscle. Like if you've got excess weight on, your lower extremity joints, your hips, your knees, your ankles, and all those little tiny joints in your feet, they feel three to four times the force every time you take a step. And so you go skiing and you go off of jumps or you go to the trampoline park and you're jumping with the kids because you want to be a good dad, right? You want to be involved and make them proud and everything like that. And it's like you do that and you're trashing yourself. So I've been on a, a slim down diet. So essentially what I've done is like I'm doing the program again. So I'm I'm brought it down to 600 calorie meals. Have you noticed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've brought it down to 600 calorie meals. I'm usually eating a kind of on our diet breaks. We do three of those. I, I tell people three to four, depending on your activity level on the two week break in between phases. And I've been doing that and it's just like clockwork and it's like my body responds so well and I'm down almost 20 pounds in a month from where I was at. So I was up at 240-ish and now I'm, I weigh in this morning at 223. Wow. And so it's, and I'm getting real tight and I'm, my body fat's really shrinking and my pants are getting big on me again, which it actually feels good. And so I've kind of come full circle to the, the thought of like longer, longer, longer. And so a post that I've had recently that I keep kind of sharing is really it's stronger longer like don't forget the goal nick the goal is to live till you're 100 it's not to look like the rock who makes 90 to 100 million dollars a year to look like he does and he's jacked by the way i mean like physically looks awesome but i have to imagine what he feels like when he wakes up in the morning I can't imagine it feels very good. Right. I can't, there's no way. And then I look at guys like, you know, the, the super inspirational guys out there, like David Goggins, who wakes up and runs a marathon every day just to show how badass he is, or like Cameron Haynes. And they are badasses, like that they can physically do that every day and push themselves through it. But in my head, I'm thinking of them and I'm going, what's the end game for all this? Like, I hope they're making an S ton of money because. That's what I did in a previous life was trade my body for money and a lot of fun. But at this point, like I'm not making any money to trash my body. So that's kind of a concept that I think a lot of former football players have to get through to their head is like, you've got to be really mindful with this machine that you're driving around in. It's, and I forget who said it, it was Warren Buffett. He's like, you only get one body and one mind, one brain for the rest of your life, for your whole life. You got to be damn careful what you do with that machine. You can't trade it in. There's no new leases. And I think about it because of the thinking about a knee replacement. I canceled the appointment because I lost weight. And mother's like, voila, I feel good again. It's like, isn't that amazing? So it's like, keep the focus where it needs to be stronger. Yes. I want to be strong. I want to be active. I want to be vibrant. I want to look good because I'm vain as hell. And that's fine. It's fine because it fuels me to, to be healthy, but do it longer, right? Don't, you don't look like the rock. I am not making a hundred million dollars and not making action movies. Not going to be in uh, Kong versus Godzilla, no. but we saw that one, by the way. You didn't sleep during that one. 
And normally at the theater, you may have nodded off for 20 minutes or so. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it's not my favorite, but the kids loved it. Well, doesn't it answer the question that everybody's had for forever? What? Who would win in a fight? No, because we still don't know. Godzilla versus Kong. We still don't know. Spoiler alert, they're on the same team. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, movie recommendation. What is it? Thunder Force with Melissa oh, McCarthy. And Octavia Spencer. It is so funny. Really funny. Yeah, we, we have to finish that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe tomorrow, maybe tonight, whatever. I know. Everything we watch right now is just kitty. It's all for the kids. Yeah, but Thunder Force, I feel like, is not... Is, no, that's a good one. That's not that's kitty. A good that's funny. Godzilla, King Kong. I'm... I had a, uh, a talk with the uh, dental technician today. And it's funny because, like, I love comedies. There's not many comedies out anymore. Right. And the only ones that really exist are the female comedies. Because I feel like females can at least say what they want to say now. Like, men can't say... We can't say boo. You, do you feel that way? Like, I feel like cancel culture has canceled comedy for men. Really? I do. I'm trying to think of the last. Give me a good movie. comedy from a man. I don't know. Other than some like funny lines thrown in an action movie. That's it. That's all I hear. Hmm. That's a good, good question. We'll look. We'll look. Cause a, I like comedies. No, I love comedies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we need, we need to laugh a little more. It's fun to laugh. Right. And we just wrapped up uh, drive to survive. Ugh. I love that show. Great show. Gosh, I've never been a race car fan ever. I didn't even know the difference between F1, NASCAR, NASCAR. IndyCar. It was all just like hillbillies going around a track. World of outlaws. But now the world of F1 is so cool. That's where I highly recommend that show. Drive to Survive. Would you travel to see F1? Would that be of interest to you? Well, yeah, but... The only reason is because they do it in really cool cities. Because of Danny Ricardo. I love him. He's a stud. I know. He's so cute and he, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Isn't he? He has he, a great, great he's, personality. He's great. No, I love that they do him in really sexy locations. You think he'd come on the podcast? No. You don't think so? I don't think so. Ah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot for the stars. Well, he's kind of a big deal. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe but, maybe the podcast game's one that he wants to get into. And maybe maybe <laughs> I'll be the avenue for Danny Ricardo. Good luck. Okay. Good luck. But no, great show. I'm writing him. Yeah. I'm writing him. Good. Yep. You do it. It's happening. Well, this was fun. Love you, baby. Love catching up with you. Yeah. Even if it's on a podcast. It's okay. okay. I'll I'll take any time with you I can get. All right. Thanks for tuning in. This was fun. All right, guys. Have a great day. Bye.